Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Hoopers Podcast. I'm your host, President of the Hoopers, Headband Warrior, Ben Roberts. My guest today, a man who goes by many names. Do I? <laughs> well, Fadge. That's one. <clears throat> Frazzle. That's two. Fajazzle. That's the same, but with a J in there. <laughs> Basically, just anything with an F. Anything yeah. that starts with an F and sounds cute. Is Ali Faraz... Oh, I suppose Ali is kind of a... No, Ali's not a nickname, is it? Uh, no, that's just a name. Yeah. But you, you, One of many. Does anyone call you Ali? A few. Do they? A few people in uni did. A lot of lecturers. Even though I corrected them every time. Uh. And they'd just be like, yep, no, you're Ali. Is it tradition... Because your, your origins every, are from Pakistan, right? Pretty much every male in the family has Ali in their name somewhere. But is it tradition to always go by your second name? Um, no. My parents don't. Oh, right. uh, they just decided to change it up. Is your, your dad called Ali? That's his, like, that's his third name. Oh, right. So, like, it's, it's in there somewhere for everyone. Anyway, it's Ali Faraz Rizvi from uh, Home. Yeah. We're childhood friends. Yeah. One of the Hoopers, an original Hooper. That picture's pretty good, actually. I that one, that yeah, one yeah, on. that one that we put on Instagram. It's like, well, Yeah, it's crazy how many of us are in that photo. It's pretty much just huge, just yeah. not there. Yeah. I don't know, he must have just been ill that day or something. I don't remember being in a class with that many of, of us. I always thought we were, like, Primary split up. Primary was, yeah. I always thought we were, like, split into sections. I don't know. But uh, you're an original Hooper from home. Yeah. We must have known each other since we were like... Four, I guess. I'd say three even. Because we went to like... What pre- did we do at three? We went to pre... <laughs> yeah, preschool, I guess. Yeah. If that's it was called... Thing. It had a name. It had like a cute kid's name. I can't remember what it was. Well, like, it was called Year Zero, wasn't it? No, no. Bef- no, Year Zero is just Dos Pasterpin. Yeah. No, but we... we kn- I knew you before that. Before that. Like when we used to, it was called like beanies or something. (laughs) (laughs) We used to just go and like play toys and stuff. I don't remember that. But to be honest, I don't remember much from primary. I remember the school. It is a long time ago now. And a few bits, but yeah, not much. I can kind of remember what the school looked like. Yeah. It's probably a lot smaller than I remember it. I always thought the football pitch was massive. Yeah. (laughs) But in reality, it's not. No. (laughs) And it's because we used to do races on that football pitch. Yeah. And we used to call it like 100 meters. Yeah, it wasn't. It's like 20 meters. No, it was fun though, school. It was a good time. Did did you have a nice time? At at school? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Learned a lot of stuff. We pretty much all got through it unscathed. Because some people have like horrendous... I mean, we did some pretty bad things to some people. Yeah, but not us. (laughs) Yeah, not us. We got through fine. Yeah. No, it's fine. I don't think we were that bad in primary school. I think primary school, we were pretty nice on the whole. Oh, yeah. High school. Yeah, yeah. high school, we got, we got a little bit, a little bit mi- nasty. Yeah. But it's, you know, puberty. You, everyone's yeah. going through a tumultuous time. That's what kids do. I don't know why puberty is so tumultuous that people, like, lash out and start hitting each other and stuff. <laughs> Hormones. All that stuff. And what? We just don't know. Well, you're a scientist, so you would know. Well, I'm not a scientist. You like you're a science man. I've done some science. You've done Biology some experiments. My least favorite. Yeah, I n- yeah, I'm me. I never understood. Actually, physics, I never understood. 
physics I like. Chemistry, I get. You're like, hey, this is made up of this and this is this. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Physics <laughs> just sounds like a bunch of just guessing to me. Well, it is theory, but it's proven. Some. Proven theory. Some are. Some not so much. Well, they shouldn't call it a theory then. Maybe not. Look, Faraz, we're here for one reason, one reason only today. Mainly uh, to get my watch back. Did you bring my watch? I did. Yes! I did. I engineered this whole podcast so that I could get my watch back. Literally gonna wear it and just sit here, but then I thought. <laughs> no <was> way! <laughs> it's going straight on my wrist. No, no. The, we're here for another reason, which is which I devised after devising that. I'm surprised that I would you didn't remind me. Back. I forgot until just yeah. now when I said <laughs> we're here for one reason yeah. and it suddenly came into my head I need that watch. No, we're here for one reason, Faraz. And that is, I'm going to convince you today, you're going to leave here yep. convinced that aliens have made contact with Earth. Oh. And also that Earth has made contact with aliens. With aliens. Well, or with alien planets, at it's, least. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Do you have any just initial just gut? What's your gut telling you? Aliens, Yes. Yeah, are you you're presumably one of those people that thinks that the the universe is so vast that it w- yeah. there must be aliens. It would be insane to think there isn't. There would be intelligent. I They'd be able to communicate with us. I personally mean. off the thought that we are the most intelligent beings. Uh-huh. Certainly feels that way, doesn't it? Oh yeah. 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 That's what my head's telling yeah. me. But that's not to say that they may be not just 100 years behind. I think or 50 or yeah. just different. I think we are behind the aliens and that uh, we used to be kind of on par with the aliens and then we fell back a little bit. When did we fall back? I would say 12,000 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a long time ago. You've been to, because one of my favorite things about like uh, old stuff. Old Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, Egypt and you've been to. Yep. I went you to saw Egypt. You saw the pyramids and saw the Sphinx. What did you think? Amazing. Yeah. Like, hard to put into words. How big are they? I don't actually know how big the pyramids are. They're about 100 meters. Tallest one, yeah. God, yeah, that is huge. It doesn't sound like a lot. No, it is. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. And bearing in mind that the shape of it, as opposed to a high rise, Mm. takes up a lot of space. Yeah. And I think the stat was something like... The tallest man-made structure for four thousand years, something like yeah. that. Yeah. What before skyscrapers? Yeah, basically. So you, you're, you're presumably of the impression that they were built when people say they were built. Yep. I like, remember you briefly mentioning something uh-huh. about them being much older. Yeah. Not convinced. So you think it was about what is it about, about four thousand, four or five thousand yeah. years ago? Okay, fine. Could be older. I'm not convinced the the pyramid the pyramids might be that old, but I think the Sphinx is older. Is it older? Yeah. What did you think of the Sphinx? I'm obsessed with the Sphinx. For those who don't know, the Sphinx is like that little lion-shaped thing. Yeah. Well, it's not a lion little. with a human head. Yeah. It's big. Is it, how big is it? Um, I couldn't get close enough without queuing a lot. You weren't allowed to actually get oh, close right. to it. But I was about maybe 20 meters away from it. And I think it's about 10, 20 meters yeah. in size, roughly. It's a big thing to build. Yeah. It's a big, 
carving of a lion. So why why do you reckon they done that? Well, not a lion. It could be it could be anyone. Well, the theory was that it was the protector of the tombs. Hmm. What do you think? It what? Because uh, the head looks kind of weird on it, doesn't it? Do you think that's always been the head? It does, but I think that's just time. You think that's always been the head? Yeah. Right. See, I think uh, the head was carved out of a bigger head. Carved out of a bigger head. Yeah. As in, there was a bigger head. And I think that. Into it. Yeah, because what? Uh, what's his name? The guy whose head it is like Kafra. Kafra. Um, I don't know. Something like that. Uh, I reckon he came along, saw the Sphinx, and he was like, no, I want my head to be on there. I so, did hear something about that. Yeah. Maybe it was from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I did hear something about that. Um, yeah. In that he wanted his image there somewhere because he didn't want to be, I guess, word, upthrown yeah. or kind of overshadowed yeah. by these structures. Because why is it? It's basically like, for those of people who haven't seen it, it's like a it's like a dog on its hind legs kind of thing. That's the design. Yeah, it's sitting down. Yeah, but it's like an an it's an animal. Yeah, yeah. It's a lion. And body. the pharaoh, he's not he's not an animal. No, right? <laughs> no, he's a human. Yeah, and fa- and ancient Egypt is full of um, like images of they lo- they have a lot of animal gods. Yeah, but it's like animals with human bodies, whereas this is the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the gods that, isn't that odd? bodies with an animal head. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. that's why I think it's more likely that the thing was carved to be a, uh, like, the star sign of Leo or whatever. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a big dog, big sky dog, and then Kafra came along and changed it. Do you have any? It could be. Do you find that implausible? I don't think it's impossible. Probably impossible to say now because they've kind of ruined it. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. Not just like the... Because I think there was quite a lot of vandalism. Yeah. That destroyed the face completely. You yeah. can't really make it out anymore. Yeah, the nose is gone. Yeah. But that would mean that civilization was building stuff a lot earlier than we thought they were. Is that... Are you, are you open to that possibility? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Great. I've convinced you. Certainly think it's possible... There's so much knowledge that we've lost mm. in time. And there's nothing to say that it couldn't have been structures older than that. But there's nothing to confirm it either. Mm. There's like, every now and again you hear about those sites that they found of like, oh yeah, this is like 50,000 years old. And people yeah, are... And then, not quite buying Because there's such anomalies that it's kind of hard to say one way or another. I think it was Indonesia last year. They were like, oh, we found the oldest pyramid in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And the picture was a hill. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's under this hill. <laughs> well, <laughs> are you going to show us? Yeah. Any proof? They have the they have some weird thing about they don't like digging on, on those places. So, so how you say, how can they confirm that that is? I guess, it, I don't know how it works, but it's like, um, I don't, what are the uh, machines called where you send sonar down yeah, and they tell you they could. what's in the, yeah, that kind of thing. I think is what they're using. So they could assess that it's hollow inside and the rock structures, mm. I guess. But still, a bit of a stretch. Fraz, I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, right? okay. Now, you've heard of the Sphinx of Giza. Yes. <laughs> what, would, what would you say if I told you there's a Sphinx on Mars? 
I would say I'd like to see that. Great, because that's exactly what we're going to see right now. Sphinx on Mars. During its 12-week mission, Mars Pathfinder transmits 2.3 billion bits of information, including more than 17,000 images. Among these photos is an image that some say reveals formations that mirror the Giza Plateau, including what appears to be a sphinx. One of these photographs shows what looks like a sphinx that is facing to the east uh, sunrise on Mars. There is a huge pyramid mountain behind it. And you have to wonder if this Martian sphinx isn't created by extraterrestrials. Some have proposed that there is a mirror image of the Giza Plateau on Mars. Therefore, Mars might have been inhabited. And this is why we allegedly have structures on Mars that are of artificial origin. So how are you going to disprove that one? That's interesting. It is interesting. You got you to give them that. Everyone listening should probably go and watch that show. <laughs> it is the best it show. Is comically it's, interesting. It is, it's called Ancient Aliens. I recognize one of the guys in there. The guy uh, with the... Yeah, I think he's like a meme. He's a meme, always, yeah. He's always a yeah, meme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whenever something happens and then it says aliens yeah. underneath <laughs> Yeah. He's a great... He's the host. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. How convinced are you of the... I shall flip the question. Okay. They suggested civilizations on Mars living uh-huh. underground. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where does that theory come from and how are those civilizations living? I guess it's come from the idea that if there is life on Mars, it can't be on the surface because the atmosphere wouldn't allow for life yes. as we as we understand it. There was a time a couple of millenniums and ago that's because of lack of oxygen yeah, presumably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at least that's how I understand it. There was a time a couple of millenniums ago where it would have been possible, where the atmosphere would have been acceptable enough. Why? I don't know, the atmosphere changed for some reason on Mars. That's what they're saying. I think it got hotter or all the oxygen drained from the... I don't quite understand it, but that's what what that show told me. So you think, or well, not you think, they think there's enough of that atmosphere locked Mm. in underground bubbles that people are living in. Yeah. Well, they think that uh, it would be possible. That that The nerdier looking guy said it would be possible to create ecosystems underground and then maintain them. Wouldn't be impossible. Yeah. But the fact that we haven't done it yet in our age, the only way it would be possible in that time would be either civilization reset Uh and they were far far more advanced than we are now back then or aliens yeah that's what i'm pushing for i'm pushing for a civilization reset so humans from earth originate from earth so you're saying well i wouldn't pin my on earth flew to mars about twenty thousand years ago yes well i think i think back in the day maybe we had a, a relationship with aliens that we don't have today because the problem i see with the human theory yeah is that if there was a civilization reset if we were really awesome flew to different planets yeah 
set up all these different communities or populations even if we would slightly evolve differently over time on those planets they'd still be humans at their core mm -hmm. if there was a civilization reset that would only be local to earth why would it happen on the other planets oh would you in our as we understand life to be yeah yeah so if we're saying meteor hit or an ice age wiped everything out yeah humanity starts again <clears throat> And then we progress to the point we are now. Yeah. But if there were civilizations on Mars, wouldn't they be like, "Hey guys, we haven't died yet. Here's all this tech." No, but I, there doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be civilizations on Mars, do, does there? That's what that video was suggesting. No, right? the, the the Earth would move to Mars to start its own civilization. But what? then once the atmosphere became such, they would move underground, and they're still there. Yeah. And they were just like, "Nah." Yeah, I don't want to send a signal back to everyone on Earth to say. Uh, how would they? They can't. They, they can't come up for air. There's no oxygen. They can make a suit. Well, they're not that clever. Clearly, well, if they were advanced enough to get there, I'd hope they could. <laughs> now they're just stuck <laughs> inside. That's no. why a lot of holes in that theory, and probably there are. Why no, no they might not. Theory. They might not still be there today. But that sphinx <clears throat> looks a bit like a sphinx. It. The base of it looks similar. Yeah. Carved rock. Yeah. Carved. Who carved it? Yeah. Wind. Aliens, right? Wind. On Mars? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> General erosion. Yeah. Well, they probably don't get it a lot of rainfall on an Mars. interesting parallel. Yeah. With the two hills that they're saying are pyramids and a piece of rock that looks like it could be the base of a sphinx. Yeah. I think, because uh, you know, like all that Mayan stuff. Well, like the yeah. Mayans knew a bunch. Of, they were obsessed with stars and stuff yeah. like that. They were pretty good. Yeah, for their time. So how did how did they know all that? Well, I think it's a little bit overstated. People mm. act as if they knew everything. Yeah, but clearly the world did not end in 2012. Yeah, so did they say it was going to end they didn't. explicitly? It's just that's when their calendar ended. Yeah, it's a weird place to end. They just ran out of chalk. They probably just thought that's about enough for today. <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm about to blow your mind again. Oh, no. This this one's about the Mayan civilization. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So, in Quebec, Canada, in 2016, a 15-year-old boy named William Gaduri. Have you heard of him? Nope. Right. So, he made headlines with his innovative theories on ancient Mayan cities. He had made a sensational discovery. Sensational. Oh, that the star signs and constellations depicted in the manuscripts of the ancient Mayan civilization correspond perfectly with known ancient Mayan cities. In other words, uh, the plots of the cities are yeah. paralleled perfectly with their plottings of what constellations. The stars above? Yeah. Hmm. Only one star on the map did not correspond to any known Mayan city, which led him to... So this is... 120 Mayan cities. Yeah. And 23 star constellations. Yeah. Which is a lot. And only one star wasn't represented in, a, in, a, in an ancient Mayan city, which led him to believe that the site did exist and that it was merely undiscovered. Using satellite technology, scientists were able to zoom in on the hypothetical location, revealing what appears to be a square symmetrical pyramid under the vegetation in the forests of Mexico, although archaeologists are yet to examine the site 
but it's been given the name Mouth of Fire. Okay. That's so, interesting. Yeah. Because here's the problem. The Mayans were technologically untouched until the Spanish conquest of the 17th century. They were, yeah. Mayans should not have been aware of astrological phenomena when they were building their cities, most of which were built around 200 Why AD. shouldn't they be aware? Well, they shouldn't have been able to have such precise measurements. But how precise are we talking? They're pretty precise in terms of the star- the stars. They knew... Hang on, have I got it written down? No. They knew the cycles of the moons of Venus to within... A couple of hours. Yeah, I heard that. That was their primary kind of... Yeah, they were obsessed with Venus. They were, yeah. Interesting. So, Mayan tradition has always maintained that the sacred knowledge of stars and planetary alignments was handed to them by visiting extraterrestrials thousands of years ago. Well, they said that. They said... That's what their... That's their traditional stories, that people descended from the sky... Oh, that's true, yeah. In uh, in uh, some sort yeah, of Yeah, they were depicted vehicle. as gods. Yeah. Typically. So what do you what do you think? But yes, of, the what do you think of that? Would be an alien. Do you think it would do you think it's possible that aliens came down and told Mayans? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly well, so it's an interesting thought because generally humans have a tendency to find new places <clears throat> and our first act is not to educate those new places that we found but to seize it yeah to take what they want and then eventually let the people have a bit of how can you word it basically we are war loving creatures we're conquerors yeah yeah there's nothing to say that aliens would have to do the same but you've got to think if they came here surely that would be their first inclination I could teach these guys about stars and how to build some cities, mm. or I could ravage this planet for everything I want. But aren't you thinking of it with your human yes. brain? and that's what I'm saying. That like maybe they have a totally different intrinsic purpose. Yeah. When they find new places, they have something, some other purpose. But what is that? What do they benefit by helping us? I don't know, maybe they had some uh, materials that they needed from our planet or something like that. And in exchange, they gave us knowledge. I'm just guessing. Yeah, why in exchange? Why not just take it? Why not just take it? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, It's like we don't really go around... Well, yes, we do a little bit. Well, we don't go around teaching chimps much. No, not as much as we should. science and experimentation. Yeah. But... We don't go around teaching animals. Um, do we? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a bit of fifty-fifty. I feel like the you know the the conquering warlords get most of the press. We kind of do, don't we? Yeah. Because like, but we do also. You know, where half the people these, are making an effort yeah. to build like pictures of themselves on some site or plant their flag. Yeah. The other half are kind of trying to. Make the world a better place. Maybe yes. it's not 50-50. Yeah. But... yeah, perhaps there's a purpose that we've not appreciated. Mm. And I think if we went to... Let's say we go to Sirius B. Yeah. Uh, the star, the distant star where they say that life maybe yeah. started. Um, if we go there and there's a bunch of aliens there, do you think our instinct would be to conquer it or to like learn from each other's 
mutual existences? A little bit of both, but history would suggest more of the conquering, less of the... On planets, though. Because I think if we would have found life on the moon in 1969, I don't think our, like, everyone at home would have been going, Get him! (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would have just been like, whoa, that's cool. Let's see. Well, I mean, let's see what they've got that, to say. But it wasn't that long ago that we discovered some of the civilizations on Earth that we've. Yeah, but Earth's not that interesting. Mm. It's like when we meet humans, we're like, yeah, 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 we know, yeah, yeah, cardiovascular, just get them. Like, there are still civilizations that live completely separate from the rest of the global world, mm. and we don't we don't mess with their business, and they have. Well, no we try. Interest. <laughs> Well, so we tried. They just throw try. spears at yeah, us. Yeah, there was that guy. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. He was throwing spears at. Us. No, I mean. The oh, guy the guy died. who got killed. Yeah. Just like trying to like, I don't think he was trying to conquer them. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He was probably going there just to learn. I think it was an aid. Yeah, it might have been mission. Anyhow, you can't really blame them for throwing a spear at him. Um. But the point, well, I mean, based on their bit of a tangent, the point was that we're not really trying to learn from them, and they don't really care about us either. No, um, but I suppose if if there's a documentary about them, I'll watch it. I'm learning about them in that in that way. Like I'm, I'm perfectly happy for them to exist, and I feel like if we conquer people on Sirius A, yeah, what can we we really do with that? Hey, we got some land on Sirius A that. It was going to take a year to travel to. Well, I think we'd no have one to can colonize live there. it, wouldn't we? Yeah. It would take a long time. We'd have yeah. to colonize it, assuming I... we are more advanced than them. Yeah. I don't know if NASA have that much forethought. Oh, no. It'll purely be information at first. That's what they do. Yeah. I feel like we should make it, cl- if there are any aliens listening. Yeah. We're we, not, don't we, we don't want to conquer no. you. Like, you guys have probably nice got people. all sorts of weapons... That we're unaware of, you know, they say that aliens have, uh, like, things coming out of their finger, like, they can shoot who's, stuff who's out of their they? finger. <laughs> this, I was watching this, uh, this bit, have you heard of, uh, what is it called? Un, undiscovered, undisclosed? Undisclosed. Undisclosed, no, not a clue. Uh, it's a, it's a documentary that came out on Netflix. Okay. It's, like, two hours long, and it's all about, like, uh, CIA documents that have been released that yeah. say that they captured some aliens a couple of times. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Like, Area like Roswell and that kind of yeah. stuff. And it does say it in those documents. And there is like a bunch of documentation about like what the aliens looked like and stuff. But I suppose it could easily just be a guy who knows what those documents look like. Yeah, it could just be does anyone... Well, obviously someone knows. But nobody's ever confirmed publicly what happens there. In Area 51? Yeah. No. Well, some people have, but they get discredited. Yeah. Like some, And it's hard, to te- it's hard to tell when they're saying it whether I believe them or not. Yeah. I don't know what to believe in, in today's world. Because sometimes people say stuff. It's like so crazy that I'm like... Yeah. I'm choosing to I disbelieve it, even though, believe it, even though if they were saying anything else with that kind of evidence and and uh, veracity, I would be like, oh, it's compelling. Yeah, the problem is the evidence, and that 
if there's anything concrete, it'll just get covered up. Yeah. But then, why is it in their interest to cover it but up? But it is kind of hard to have evidence when you think about it. Because, like, if I like if I say, like, oh, I um, scored a great goal in a football yeah. game, like, ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, prove it. Yeah. yeah exactly. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of people there. It's like, it goes back to what we were saying about, like, physics and theories. Yeah. It's hard to get proof for any of these ideas yeah. or theories. But that doesn't mean that you still don't believe it. Right? I, what, do I believe physics? Yes. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, blanket statement, I'm going to say I probably believe most yes. of physics. At the, at the same time, a lot of the stuff that Casper used to say, I was like, that can't be right. She was incredibly bad. <laughs> and if you're listening, we had a great time and we learned a lot of lessons from Yeah, her. sorry, Mrs. What was she called? I can't remember. Williams, probably. Uh, I don't think so. Casper Williams. Maybe. Also, she looked like an Anne. We're sorry we it. threw that cardboard box at you when you were walking. We didn't. Alice did, obviously. Yeah, we as in us. Yeah, our group took responsibility yeah. for it. For Alice, because yeah. Alice went running off. Also sorry that when we were asked about it, we all said we were facing the wall in different corners. Yeah, of none of us were facing We were all looking <laughs> straight at it. But, hey, I'm sure she recovered. She fell down two stairs or something. Come on, it's not yeah. that serious. Yeah, yeah, ain't that serious? No. Also, we're sorry that we got all the. <laughs> this is going to be a long part of the podcast where we apologize for all the stuff we did wrong in Hand school. Hand sanitized that we used to just squirt out the windows while you went. Oh yeah, that was fun. Good time. Good time. <laughs> Science were some of my favorite. Even yeah. though, like biology was terrible because um, what's her name just it's never let us do fun. anything. Yeah. Uh, but the other sciences were pretty. Chemistry was good. Yeah. Physics was good. Yeah. Because we have Bunsen burners, we have the uh, we can turn the gas on. Yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, the chairs and stuff looked different. Wasn't a fan of the chairs. If you think about it, sitting on those stools. Yeah, probably not good for our backs. No, no, not at all. I always felt like weird on them as well. Yeah, when you think about it, a lot of that stuff in the science places. That wasn't a very good sentence. No. A lot of the stuff <laughs> that you'd see lying around those science classes. And I remember, like, Susan Hughes had, like, that garden in her biology class. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you never actually got to use any of that stuff. No. no. So I wonder, like... What was, is it there for? Were those just, like, 70s stuff and they don't teach that stuff anymore? I think they're just not part of the syllabus anymore. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, like, textbooks have taken over the actual doing... It is. You just kind of mandated that this is what you're going to learn. It was like that in PE as well. You'd always see, like, there's a bunch of stuff in that hall. Like, they have... Oh, yeah, loads. They have, like, the wooden thing. And you're like, when when does this ever... Yeah, yeah, when does this ever get you... No, it's just football and rugby every day. Every time we tried to climb it, they'd... (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, what is it here for, then? I still don't know what they're for. Is it a kid's thing? Or, like, maybe a... Well, I've seen them in adult gyms as well. I still don't. Yeah, know no, that's for. true. Only time we've ever used it is like we stuck our feet under it to do sit-ups. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 but that makes me think that like in the seventies or eighties, David Hughes was probably like a maybe they did happening. Climbing. Yeah. yeah, maybe they did not just climbing, climbing, but like s- loads of stuff used to happen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty I mean. old school. And like the um, music and stuff is like all these instruments. Uh, that drama guy's got like that big box full of like wires and stuff that you can 
I bet we just came out like a really time. time. Yeah. yeah. I think it would have been really fun to go to school in like the 70s and 80s and learn stuff. But I probably would have also just not, uh, yeah, not done any we work. Learned much at all. But it would have been more fun. Yeah. Because I feel like people get out of school these days and they don't, they don't, uh, they don't really know how to do anything. No, it's like I can't remember who said it. Schools these days are just a memory test. They, yeah, they do teach you facts. They try and shape who you are. Yeah, but, but I don't remember any of those facts now. They, yeah, they don't focus on things that you're actually interested in. <clears throat> yeah, and they don't teach you how to do things, just how to answer questions. Yeah. And it's like you're never going to be in in quizzes when you're older. Yeah, apart from a pub quiz, it's the only time any yeah. of that comes in use. And I am terrible at pub quizzes because I didn't listen in school. And a lot of it was wrong. What do you mean? Like you know, obviously over time you find out things aren't actually right, and there's more yeah, to Pluto's, it. Pluto's Pluto's not a planet. Yeah, like Pluto not being a planet. But a lot of the things we learned was not quite right. Like what? Have you got an example? Like first we'd get told by our oh, atoms are the smallest thing. Oh yeah. And then they're like, oh, by the way, actually that's a lie. Here's some other stuff. And <laughs> yeah. then another year later, oh, by the way, that, that's also a lie. There's like quarks and stuff that's even smaller than that. There's what, quarks? Quark or quark. I think it's called quark. I don't know what that is. It's what things are made out of. Yeah, it's weird. I think if I, if I, could, con- if I could construct a school... I would make it like super interactive. If I could construct the perfect school, yeah. I'd like have people doing stuff. Bonds and burners on twenty four seven. More projects. More yeah. projects would be good. Maybe it's is it because it's just cheaper not to do anything. Probably. But then cheaper. they've invested in the stuff. I anyway. think it's partly due to like standards. Yeah. As like, be it you know the high school or the university or jobs companies. They need a statement that kind of defines this person's standard. Yeah. So to have an A in XYZ as opposed to, oh, he's done a bit of this, he's done a bit of that. It's not measurable. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. You've been, did you say you've been reading a lot of Jordan Peterson? Listening. Oh, listening. Listening quite a bit. To to that kind of stuff? Because he's always on about like, how do we get like young men like yeah finding meaning in it's a little bit strange i've not been listening to his like lectures or anything like that Mm. i've literally just been watching videos of him either talking to people be it on a tv show or a podcast his little arguments he has yeah just little clips quite interesting yeah he's a smart guy he's a little bit is over opinionated the right way he seems to express a lot of opinions about stuff where I'm like, what is your area of expertise again? I think again? he's, because he's a psychology yeah. professor. I suppose I that is kind of an all-encompassing it thing, is. psychology. But I think his views are a little bit distorted by his experiences. Yeah, because a lot of it is is political philosophy. Yeah. And that's like quite different from psychology. Yeah. It's it's strange because he bashes the left, particularly as he likes to call it the radical left, mm-hmm. quite hard. But his actual views are very much left. I think he left. does consider himself a left winger, yeah. I think. And yet most of his fans are heavy yeah. outright. Big right wingers like me. Yeah. Far right, alt right. And doesn't quite match up. 
No, yeah, that is odd. It's like the guy, you know, I did a, an interview with a YouTuber like two weeks ago. Did I tell you that? Oh, did you? No. Yeah. Anyway, he's like a, he's like a, uh, all his fans are on the alt-right, pretty much. Okay. Including me. I'm alt-right pretty much at this stage. Are you? Well, I, what what does alt-right mean? I think now it means like racist, fascist scum. This is what's strange. What's the alt part of it? Isn't it yeah, it's just supposed to just be alternative. Right. That's why, like, when the f- word like, first came up, I was like, oh, good, I'm not a right-winger, so yeah. I'll call myself alt- alt-right. Yeah. But, and then, but within why? a week, <laughs> we were all racists. So like, I was like, jump ship. It feels like alt-right is just being used as a term to coin someone who has right-wing views, but is also secretly a racist. Yeah, because if they're racist, like, don't we already have a word for that? Which is racist. Yeah. <laughs> Or fascist but, but, or whatever. But that's bad. They don't yeah. want to identify as that. I feel that way with the word Nazi as well. Uh, when someone calls them a Nazi, I'm like, sure, like, why not just call them a fascist? Because that would yes. be a lot closer. Because, because then, if you call them a Nazi, then it's like... Because a lot of the people... For example, Nazi was a socialist party. Yeah. And the vast majority of people get, that get called Nazis these days are, like, so anti-socialism. yeah. yeah. That it's like, and then we're just like, well, it's just word games at the end of the day. It's just because they were famous. Yeah. It's That's... just basically calling someone Hitler. Yeah. Which I like to do a lot. Call people Hitler. Yeah. Look at Hitler over there. Yeah. Just so that people know their place. What did you think about, was it Jordan Hennessy's little uh, <laughs> Nazi salute, apparently? Oh, Wayne Hennessy. Oh, Wayne Hennessy, That's the one. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. I, I looked at it, I was like, that looks like not really anything like it. It's well, he said he was covering his mouth and waving. That also seems like bullshit. I think that was the best excuse he could yeah. have come up with. But I also don't think it's a Nazi salute. But and, I also think. And why would he do that in a group picture that's clearly going <laughs> to get published? Like, <laughs> well, that's it. It's because the the photo was taken by his German teammate, so maybe he was just bantering him. About Nazis, but also I think that. But I think even if he was, like, so what? Something I made a joke. If I had a German friend, I would tease them about the Nazis all the time. Of course, it's a funny thing that. Well, not funny, maybe, but not funny. It's a. But you have to humorize it and desensitize it, otherwise, life's just too serious. Yeah, we can't spend all our time being afraid of people who have been dead for eighty years. Yeah, apparently, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Some people think Hitler was... Argentina. uh, Some people think that he escaped to Antarctica. Antarctica? Where he had a secret space base. Oh, okay. And then he went to Mars and set up... Yeah. uh, yeah. That was him on the... Yeah. It's his face on the Sphinx. Sphinx. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a dog with a little (laughs) moustache. No, I'm sure sure they got him. It is odd, though, that they never got his body. Isn't it? It is a little bit. Because Hitler, the assumption is you know what I mean? he killed himself, right? Yeah. But look at what they well, did to look what they did the... to Mussolini's body. Yeah. Well, look at what they did to um, Osama bin Laden's body. Yeah. Oh wait, hang on. We didn't get that either. Osama bin. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it's because we gave that we gave it back to his family to throw into the ocean. Yeah, put it in the ocean because apparently that's what they do. That's right. not what they do. Did you know that? What? Are you from anywhere near? Um, is Pakistan anywhere near? Where is Osama bin Laden from? Afghanistan? Afghanistan. Yeah, they're neighboring countries. Uh, what, border neighbors? Yes. Huh? 
But in Pakistan, they don't have that ritual where they throw people in the ocean. They don't. And also... Do you have an ocean If I'm not mistaken... Pakistan does. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Afghanistan is landlocked. <laughs> ah, there you go. So, so that's a stupid again, tradition for them to again, have. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you think they didn't really get a sound? No, definitely not. Well, apparently everyone was saying that he was already dead. That he died like years before. I reckon he probably did. He could have. To stay in hiding for that long. It's a bit there. neat. Yeah, it's after the first couple of weeks, I'd be going, geez, come yeah. on, come and get me. <laughs> I just killed 4,000 of your people. Yeah. No, how many did he kill? Two and a half? Something like that. Did he? In 9-11. Yeah, it was about 2,000, wasn't it? Between two and three, I think. Yeah, something like that. Tragic. A, tra- a tragic uh, event. Probably the craziest thing that's ever happened. Would you agree with that? Yes, but I think it's... Over-exaggerated because it's America and New York. Yeah. Like, crazy shit happens all the time, but it doesn't get publicized. I don't know, that was pretty crazy. We're talking about 2,000 people. Yeah, but an airplane flying into a building. It's like, it was such a spectacle. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Drew the attention of the world. Hmm. And helped America fund I suppose wars are going to be more crazy, but (coughs) they're kind of too big to unpack into, like, one event. Yeah. Pearl Harbor would have been pretty crazy at the time. Uh, Although not that I would contend that 9-11 was crazy because Pearl Harbor involved, like, two armies who were prepped for war. Yeah, this is Kind of half expecting to be attacked. Yeah. That's what I think. No, but 9-11... you know, real, really bad stuff. So, uh, did we get... They got Saddam Hussein's body, didn't they? Because they hung him. Yes. Yeah. So we do... So that's what that's what I was going to say. Hitler's body, after the war, Hitler's you body would, think it would, would have be been a trophy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was like, clamor, right, let's get our hands on that guy. I've never really looked into it, so I don't know the facts. I know that a bunch of, like, or a handful of Nazis fled to Argentina. Yes. I'm sure one is still there. What? One is still in, like, Peru or something. They know one where... Nazi. Is what? One Nazi, is that yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Is still there, I think, and they kind of know where he is. Does that make sense, or would he be too old now? He'd be pretty f***ing old. Maybe this is a, Maybe the, this was just back in the day. The, he would the, be a hundred. That they knew where he was, but they couldn't touch him for because of some kind of border thing. He was like in some weird country, which where, is understandable. Yeah. Like, uh, but they—that's where they found. Um, what was that really bad Nazi called? The one who did the experiments. You know. Um, starts with a G. Yeah. Not Goebbels, not no, Goering. the other one. I can't remember. Mengele. Mengele. Yusuf Mengele. He he is the one that used to, like, uh, you know, p- p- make holes in Jews' brains and stuff in the camps. Anyway, they f- uh, he died, like, on a farm in Argentina. And it was just after his death that they confirmed oh. that that's who he was. But they were really looking for it. Like, his name was mentioned all the time in the Nuremberg trials. Yeah. And everyone was just going, just like, I guess he's dead. Yeah. So it shows you it is possible. It's a lot of people to try and account for. Yeah. But if Mengele can do it, 
because apparently he did it with like you know he has contacts oh yeah so and, good Hitler uh, definitely then Hitler should be able not to not impossible and apparently the Germans the Germans the Nazis <laughs> I'm sure they're yeah, not we shouldn't say that yeah <laughs> those bloody Germans no apparently the Nazis were obsessed with Antarctica why they thought that it was like the source it was like a a great untapped place and also could be the source of some special we stuff. don't go there very often so. every now and again because some you know I like to solve murders yeah when a couple of years ago there was a mystery that popped up about this they someone found a boat in Antarctica like a little rowing boat okay with a ro- with an oar in it and it was in a, a little pond in in, yeah. in Antarctica so people were just like well how, how on earth has this boat ended up like in the middle of Antarctica like surrounded yeah. surrounded by ice well I guess someone took it right someone took it there yeah and then they have expeditions and stuff there not on a rowing boat this is a, this is a tiny little rowing boat yeah but I mean like they just left it there because they were like oh screw it oh what do you mean it was on a bigger boat yeah probably yeah. Uh, when no, they can't find anyone who uh, takes credit for it actually I think maybe they did find a boat that might mm. might have, mi- have lost a boat because it's not like it would just appear yeah Someone obviously left it there. But there's something so romantic about those... Uh, well, yeah, but some people were saying, hey, this proves that, you know, someone's living in Antarctica. Like, you know, oh, right, okay. someone has come here and set up Stayed there. camp. Maybe. Someone's rode their boat the whole <laughs> way there. But it is kind of... It, it's a romantic idea that someone, like, there would be a community in Antarctica somewhere. I don't think that it's possible. It would be interesting. It is very cold down there. It's cold yeah, here. But- so is like northern Sweden and Norway and yeah, true Greenland and yeah. Canada. It is hard People to yeah, it's hard to get up the cliffs apparently in Antarctica because it's so it's so ice yeah, and it's like just surrounded by a cliff's edge. But maybe one day it's gonna melt eventually, right? Global warming, probably. Oh, do you not believe in global warming? Oh, I, I do. Oh, good. <laughs> just yeah, to yeah. clarify to every yeah. listener, you never know because you get a lot of. Alt-right, neo-fascist. Who don't believe in global warming either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the <laughs> Nazi manifesto in 2018. Yeah, it's, it's a funny one. I don't know how you can basically be like, every scientist says... Not every scientist. 90-something percent. Yes, 90-something yeah. percent of, you know, respectable scientists yeah. believe global warming is a thing. All the stats suggest it. Yeah. My guy that I was listening to, my, like one of my, you know, I have like guys. Your guys. That, that yeah. you listen to, you know, yeah, like, yeah. that your life compass. One of my guys was saying uh, that his hypothesis is that the earth is warming, but the, the, the earth is always oscillating in temperature and that it has more to do with solar. Oh, it is always warm, uh, oscillating. Yeah. But not over that period of time yeah he said he said we've had an effect because the solar cycle is 11 years is it yeah something like that yeah and i think we've just passed one of the peaks of that it's because yeah well he's saying that before like global warming yeah does anything does any kind of massive damage to us yeah some people would say that it already has Yeah. yeah it already has but before it does like 
catastrophic population yeah. damage. I mean, yeah, uh, the planetary, solar, meteor, etc. will have a say before anyway, that. Anyway, before that. Maybe. That's his. But, you know, that's just a possibility. How cold is it in London right now, by the way? Freezing. It's cold. Today. In this last, like, week or two. Yeah. It's been unbearable. It is January, though. Like, it's meant to be the coldest month, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's no wind here. And it's still just icy, bitter yeah. coldness. It's very dry cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite unpleasant, I'm finding. Yeah. How long have you lived in London now? Almost four years. And you love it here? Yep. What do you like most about it? What's the best thing compared to... Because I know you lived in Manchester, but yeah, compared, to, Manchester compared to Wales. Four years. Was it four years? I was in Manchester for like four and a half years. Well, you did uni there? Yeah, uni and then... Your family lived there? The year after. Yeah. Before I moved here. And Wales was obviously 18 years. Uh-huh. How does it compare to Wales, London? Sunnier. In London? Plus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I haven't had a summer here yet, so... Oh, you're in for a treat. This summer was really good. Yeah. All last summer, rather. But I don't know if you've noticed, it doesn't rain as much. No, it hasn't you been a lot of rain. I think a three-hour drive would make that much of a difference. Yeah. But it's a big difference. I suppose on Wales as well, we lived on, a, on an island... So yeah. the weather was going to be more... But even, like, Manchester had a lot of rain. Every time I visit, it's raining. Not so much yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the time when I go to Manchester, it's raining. And I think I am one of those people that kind of <laughs> reacts to weather a bit more. Like, yeah, if, how? If the weather's good. It changes your mood, yeah, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh. So what I are you so. What are you now? Just... Pretty good. Ice cold. Yeah, but it's dry. I don't yeah. mind. Just it. emotionless, you're feeling. Yeah. What do you think of... This is your first time visiting me here in Tooting. What do you think about... As someone who's been reading Jordan Peterson... First time at this What do you think house. of how yeah. clean my room is? I was going to ask, is this your room? It w it's becoming my room. Okay, because it doesn't look very lived in. No, it's you know I'm, I mean? ha I'm halfway through moving into this room. Okay. Because... Uh, Where were you before? Upstairs. And someone's... Uh, the guy whose room it is upstairs is coming back, so I'm moving downstairs. It's a whole complicated process. So what, what was here before? Uh, a, another housemate, but he's since moved out. He moved out like a month ago. Oh, uh, okay. So you're permanent now? Yeah. yeah nice, yeah. nice. Is it, how about that? Two Hoopers in London. Yeah, I know. Who'd have thought, eh, we'd make it? They, sa they said about us they said growing up. They said we'd never make it. These guys can't make... Friends, they can't make, yep. you know, social situation. They can't live outside of Chambad Push, and here we are. Yeah, here doing we are. okay. Hoopers are all pretty spread out now, actually. That's the thing. Look at us now. Yeah, Fuck Gaz is in Gaz is in Buddy Papua New Guinea. Is it? Yeah. Is that the actual place? Is in all of you? No, no. Said it, yeah, yeah, also. yeah, yeah. Just okay. saying. It's so where, where is he? Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, very far away. Has he gone back time. now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shame. You, you never got to see him? No. It is a shame that we... It, yeah, we just couldn't get it together that weekend. Wait, so was he... Was he out when I met you before Christmas? When did we meet before Christmas? Oh, in... Uh, when we were with Alan. Uh, yeah, London Bridge. Yeah, he was out the night before. Oh, the night before it was. And where was I? You oh, were at the Christmas party. Christmas party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been good. Uh, Gaz did send a message in 
a message. Yeah, he oh, said nice. uh, the Sphinx on Mars is good. So good. He's kind of put a dampener on my theory. No, that's good. What? That someone else agrees. No, but we, don't you think it would be great if it was a Sphinx on the on Mars? It would be great. It would but, turn everything we know upside down. What an afternoon that would be. NASA confirms Sphinx on the moon. Great, right? On like, Mars. Like what? Like if we confirm Jesus was real. That'd be pretty great. Mm, I feel like it would cause a lot of commotion. <laughs> <laughs> like all the other so religions wouldn't be very happy about it. I mean, some might be. I suppose actually, because a lot of them believe in the historical Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah. Islam believes in Jesus, don't yeah. they? And Judaism. Sikhs, probably not. I don't know. Don't know enough about them, unfortunately. No, I don't know anything about Sikhs. Although there's loads of them. Oh, yeah. And we just never he- we never hear a peep from them. Just, yeah, I never really talk to them about that. What about Hindu? Do you know anything about Hindu? What yeah, religion are, you, are your beef. family? Uh, They're mostly Muslim. Yeah. You're not Muslim. Oh, really? Just uh, culturally. Yeah. Is everyone in Pakistan a Muslim? Your parents... Um, lived in pa- you, you never lived in Pakistan did you no no you were in born Bangor. in Bangor yeah. someone wasn't someone asked me the other day like are you sure Faraz wasn't <laughs> born in Pakistan and then like moved straight away I'm like I don't think so pretty sure my birth certificate is not doctored I think it was Emir got a bit Emir. confused Emir if you're listening <laughs> you not a lot of people will have made it this far the <laughs> <laughs> uh no, yes, yeah, so you never. Li- you have just gone there on holidays and stuff. Yeah, I've been three times. But your parents moved from Pakistan. Yeah, I think. How long was before your birth? In her twenties, my dad was in his thirties. Oh, so they lived here for how long before they had Rooney? Um, good. Yeah, my mum, good few years. My dad, maybe like. Oh, they didn't move together. No. Oh, they, did they meet? They in- yeah, they got married here. Did they meet in Wales? Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. interesting. Well, in Manchester. Oh, in Manchester. My dad used to live there. Oh, right. Um, and your mum, what? Why did they move to Wales? Because uh, my granddad moved there. Oh, right. And then kind of spread after that. It's interesting. Because my granddad was in Colin Bay. That's where he lived. Why? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why people <laughs> live in Wales. Like, the, don't have... I don't understand why anyone would move to nice some place. random town in Wales. Actually, Colwyn Bay more than... Because yeah. it's on the beach. They do actually have good weather in Colwyn Bay sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, they have, like, nice little... You can buy a little house on the... But, uh, like, people who move to, like, Sandegvan. No offense to anyone from Sandegvan yeah. listening. Yeah. Like people, I, I don't quite get it. I don't get it at all. I, I definitely get it for retirement time. To Sandegvan? Well, not to Sandegvan. <laughs> I don't understand anyone ever moving to Sandegvan <laughs> under any circumstances. Look, uh, oh, we're really ripping into them today. It's t- <laughs> it's time to listen to a thing. A I thing. Am, yeah. Oh, do you, do you oh, remember yeah. what you chose Chuck earlier? Berry. Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. We're going to listen yeah. to. You know anything about Chuck Berry? Only that brief blurb. On that article you sent. Oh, what did it say? I didn't read it. Okay, well now I've been caught out because I didn't read that. <laughs> I think he's like I don't really I don't really know who he is either. But I guess he's like a uh, a fifties guy. Apparently, he was very well respected songwriter. Yeah, well, he was very high up in the Rolling Stones yeah. thing. But here's the thing: I think that Inspired he's just di- all sorts. Apparently, 
Yeah, did he inspire or was he just really popular in a very early time? I don't know because I've never heard of him before. Well, today. you're gonna. I think you might have heard of this song because it's kind of a. Okay. I think maybe the Beatles did a version of it. It could or something. be one of those things that you just don't know the name of. Yeah. It's called Roll Over Beethoven. Ring a bell? No. Okay, well, so he's like a, he's a, he's an African-American, he's like a, a bluesy guitar kind of guy, but he's like, you know, I want to bop, bop, do bop, do, a little bit of that. Okay, yeah. And he's like, um, you know, pop and stuff. They used to play it in the dance halls back in the day, remember? Yeah. Well, remember? no, but yeah. Well, you're about to remember right now. Here's Chuck Berry, Roll Over Beethoven. Let's get an honest reaction here. <laughs> Jumping little record, I want my jockey to play. Roll over Beethoven, I gotta hear it again today. You know my temperature rising, the jukebox blowing a fuse. My heart beating rhythm and my soul keep a singing the blues. I roll over Beethoven, tell Chikowsky the news. I got the rockin' pneumonia, I need a shot of rhythm and blues. I guess it's my pro yeah, so what did you what did you think? Yeah, no, pretty good, pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. It's not gonna blow anyone. Charisma. Yeah. Charisma. I think it is a good song and I li- I like I do like the line roll over Beethoven and tells Tchaikovsky to move. So what's he saying? Like he's better than them. He's saying I I believe that in the first verse he says something along the lines of like I've got a great new song for the radio to play. So yeah, roll this over. Is he's yeah. out of the way of legends. I'm here to yeah. I'm he's make my mark. A statement. Yeah, all right. I yeah. do like that. It's kind of cute. Yeah, cute way of putting it. Uh, I've I've googled as that was going on nine fun facts about Chuck Berry. Okay, let's, so let's hear them. The yeah. first one: Chuck Berry's childhood was characterized by racial segregation. He'd never seen a white person until age of three. That's not. That's quite yeah. early. <laughs> I ever remember. Yeah, I do that remember age. the first black guy I saw. How could he possibly know that? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, he saw his first white person when there was a fire in the black community where he was raised, and okay. he said, "I thought they were so frightened of the fire that their faces had whitened." Oh, so he literally didn't know what they were. And then Daddy told me they were white people, and their skin was always that way, day or night. Wow, that's a nice little story. Yeah. Uh, fact number two is not that interesting. Barry wore many different hats. Well, who gives a? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chuck Barry's not a not, not a very interesting. interesting guy. Basically, he was when just I did a songer and I did a, I did a segment Barry. about the other guy. Um, who? Who's that other guy that's around this time? You said it, you suggested him earlier when I asked you who's the top. Oh, Little Richard or something. Little Richard. When I did a segment about Little Richard on the podcast, mate, he, he's had some mad things happen to him. Oh, really? He's had a mad life. Should have picked him. <laughs> if I remember correctly, he was kicked out of his house by his dad, age 15, for wearing his mum's dresses and then he, so he was a crossdresser. 
Yeah. And then his boyfriend at the time was so enraged that he went back to the house and murdered... What, his dad? His dad. Wow. Yeah. That's dark. And then it gave birth to one of the greatest rock and rollers of all time. I don't really get... I think that Chuck Berry and Little Richard are both just kind of... Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Nothing special. Yeah, I don't really understand why they're so... Well, I think they're so high on the the Rolling Stones list because of just, like, history and they're so old. Yeah, they must have influenced something that we're just not aware of. I feel like Elvis is accused of taking from guys like this, right? That's understandable. Yeah. I could because it, it's, all, it's often Elvis is charged with co-opting black music. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Which I guess, I guess black music... By black music, they mean this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, I mean, was Elvis better than these? Probably. I mean, I, I haven't heard a lot of them, Certainly more famous, but, yeah, it's just too far back. I don't listen to that. Yeah. I just don't... When, El, when I listen to Elvis, his stuff, like, is, like, striking. You know what I mean? Whereas I listen... It's psychotic. I listen to this, it's like, eh, eh, yeah, okay. It's a bit too a bit too yeah. bland or benign or something. It's just not quite exciting enough. But we've listened to it now. Now we can say, you know, we've listened to yeah, something on the Rolling Stones Top 100. And then next time you come back, we'll be listening to like number 23 or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the next one is. Yeah. Which is like Rolling Velvet Underground or something. Don't know. I didn't listen to I've never listened to that. I've never listened to that. Right, so that's the end of the podcast. All right, thanks for Good thanks stuff. for coming along. Yeah, people have been clamoring for a, a for a hoopers to for a hooper to come on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Which Emmett keeps texting me. But When's a hooper, hooper going to come on? I think Emmett just wants to come he on just again. Wants to come on. Yeah. But uh, typical. Emmett's been on like eighteen of these episodes, so he needs a break. Same with Alice. Alice is on hundreds. Is it? Of the, we, I've done hundreds of Alice episodes. Have you even done a hundred episodes? No. I don't think so. No, okay. figuratively. Yeah, okay. Hundreds. He's of, been on a few. He's been on a lot. So I'm, I'm taking a break, I'm having a little hiatus from Alice and Emmy. Oh, Johnny. Once. Johnny did one, but I, we had to scrap it because, oh. uh, he didn't say anything. Oh. He was just nodding the whole time. I was like, it's a podcast. <laughs> That's a problem. So that's a lost episode. Yeah, okay. Uh, he will do one eventually. But other than that, pretty much all of the Hoopers, Hugh hasn't. and Johnny are the only ones that haven't done one now. Has Tom done one? Tom's done one. I don't think I heard that. That was a good one. That was the one we did Little Richard in. Ah. Uh, and yeah, everyone else has done one. Yeah. Alex, Daz, Ben, yeah. Guitar, Emmett. Johnny hasn't done one. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, it's been a pleasure. It has. Do you want to say uh, good night to the folks at home, to the naysayers? Um, I mean, it's only three forty. So oh yeah, that's true. For good night, but but you can't say good afternoon, can you? Because that's what you say when you see someone. Weird, that isn't it? Why can't you say good afternoon? It's just not. It's yeah. not what you close with. I suppose you're rarely saying goodbye to people in the afternoon. Yes, yeah, you can say good day. Yeah, good day. Good, good uh, day. Good day to the folks at home. I'm all alone every night. How I moan and how I fight those big city blues. I walk for miles, place to place.
no one smiles to help me chase those big